everyone. It's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing well. Happy 2021. Yes, I hope everybody had a nice uh, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Excellent. You're, you had a happy birthday. You don't look I any did. older. Oh, thank you. You good. still look like you did in 2020. <laughs> good, good. That's what I was going for. Excellent. Well, you've succeeded. Thanks. Um, yeah. Uh, 2021, hope it's a good year. Hope it's better than 2020, for the most part. All right. You ready to go? I am. Let's start it off with some news. Uh, this is fun news. Uh, Robocarts are coming to Disney World, and this is related to golf. That's right. Not only are they coming, they have actually arrived. Um, Robocarts are a robotic golf cart that uses GPS and Blueport, uh, Blueport, Bluetooth technology to transport your clubs around the course. Um, you wear a small transmitter that you attach on your belt, uh, load your bag onto the cart, and the cart will follow you a few paces behind. Pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Um, so it's, it's a lot easier than renting and driving a, a full-size cart. Um, but it does, you know, even though it's a, a robot, it has a beverage cooler, a cup holder, <laughs> a USB port, so you can charge your phone while you play. Um, the GPS screen gives you all the information on standard yardage and whatnot that you would get from a full-size cart. Right. But uh, if you want to walk, uh, you can rent this for $10 in addition to your greens fees. They're available at the Palm, Magnolia, and Oak Trail courses. That seems pretty reasonable, $10. Yeah. I mean, versus what's a cart cost? Uh, I don't know. Maybe? I've, I've never golfed. You have golfed. Yeah. I, now I need to start golfing. You know why? Because they have robocarts. No, they have a hole-in-one club. Oh. You think you're going to get a hole-in-one? You never golf, oh, yeah. and now you're yeah, going to get, get a hole-in-one. Hole in That's right. Okay. Just ask Poppy if, if it's for miniature golf. Well, it's not miniature golf. All right. It's full-size golf. I'm a <laughs> miniature person. So a lot of people are ready, or were ready, to say goodbye to 2020. And that holds true for the animals at Walt Disney World also. That's right. They put out a little uh, Twitter video um, of all the animals celebrating the new year and squashing 2020, whether it was in the form of a watermelon or a pumpkin, uh, leaves, piles of poop. Um, I don't know. We watched it just before the show. And it was pretty cute. It's some of the animals you, you've seen on the uh, uh, Disney Plus on the Animal Kingdom show. Um, but it was just them, you know, celebrating, uh, essentially they're just eating it, but they put 2020 on it somewhere, but it was pretty funny for 45 seconds to watch these animals, uh, crush stuff and eat things. Um, and you can always check out the animals on, uh, DisneyAnimals.com. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, park hours have been released now through March 20th. That's right. The week of March 20th. Uh, you know, pretty much standard, like we say every week, the Magic Kingdom will be open from 9 until 6. Um, Epcot will be open from 10 until 7. Uh, Hollywood Studios from 10 until 7. And Ma uh, Animal Kingdom from 9 to 5. Um, Hol uh, Holly Hollywood Springs, what the heck is that? Disney Springs, uh, 10 a.m. through 10 p.m. on the weekends, and then Fridays and Saturdays at 11. It, it seems very repetitive every week when we say that. Um, of course, now they're incorporating park hopping into the mix. So you can park hop after 2 p.m. at any of the theme parks. You can go to multiple theme parks if, if there's availability. Um, and there is now um, functionality built into the My Disney Experience app um, that will tell you if theme parks are full. They will also, uh, you can take buses directly from a theme park to another theme park. 
Cast members will verify through your magic band or tickets that you have the ability to park hop. So you won't be able to ride the bus if you're not park hopping. Mm -hmm. And um, there is also a number you can call 407-560-5000, which is the park resort hopping hotline, which will tell you if there are any uh, parks that are not available. We actually tried that from the car tonight while you were shopping and and all parks were available at 6 p.m. this evening. Oh, all right. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, and then for January 23rd, they extended the hours. What's January 23rd that the, it matters? The week of January. The week oh. of January 17th through January 23rd. That makes more sense. Uh, Magic Kingdom is going to be open from 9 until 7. It was previously 6. Epcot from 11 to 7. Um, sorry, 11 to 8, previously 11 to 7. Hollywood Studios, 9 a.m. to 7, where it was previously 10 a.m. to 7. Animal Kingdom, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., where it was previously 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, and then Blizzard Beach, that's going to be reopening in a bit, and they have posted hours. That's right. Uh, Blizzard Beach will reopen on March 7th, and from March 7th through March 20th, Blizzard Beach uh, will have operating hours from 11 p.m. to 6, I'm sorry, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Okay, great. Um, guide maps for the Festival of the Arts at Epcot have been released. That's right. Even though the festival does not start until January 8th, the guide maps have been printed and they are out. Um, this is not the, the Festival Passport, which has additional information regarding menus and entertainment options. Um, but this is, uh, you know, this is the Epcot map as well. So there is information about the Taste of Epcot International Festival of the Arts 2021 in there. Um, the logo for Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is is also printed on there. And it still says coming 2021. So that's exciting. Guess it's going to happen, right? Well, sooner or later. <laughs> uh, the Walt Disney World app has been updated to include Sorcerer Mickey. What does, who cares? Well, uh, you know, a lot of the shows have gone dark. Right. And they have now added a high-def sorcerer for Phantasmic. So there is some thought that perhaps Phantasmic will be coming back very soon because ah. he's been added to the app. Okay. Now, shows like uh, Festival of the Lion King and uh, Nemo... Uh, have been removed from the physical map mm-hmm. uh, on the latest edition of the Animal Kingdom uh, map uh, because those shows are not in production. So now they've just completely been wiped off the even the even the hard copy maps. Wow. So That's, I can't wait for everything to get back to uh, back to normal. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I can't wait for all these different entertainment options to come back for sure. There is a new ticket offer for Florida residents. That's right. If you are a Florida resident beginning on January 4th, you can book the Florida resident Florida resident Discover Disney ticket. Um, these are a four-day ticket for $50 a day. Uh, two- and three-day tickets uh, are also available. Um, these tickets uh, are valid for admission to one theme park per day, but you can add a park hopper to them. Uh, so it's just a little cheaper pricing for uh, Florida residents. Uh, the two-day ticket's going to cost you $75 a day. The three-day ticket, $60 a day. Obviously, your best value is the four-day ticket at $50 a day. Okay, cool. There are blackouts, you know, President's Day weekend, Martin Luther King weekend, um, the two weeks around Easter and uh, Memorial Day weekend. Okay. Um, there is some news from D23 about the 2021 celebrations and attractions. That's right. 2021 is going to be a big year for the parks as 
uh, well, hopefully, <laughs> right, a big year for the park should should things turn around. Um, Avengers Campus, which was expected to open in July of 2020, is now scheduled to open in 2021 at uh, Disney's California Adventure. And over in Disneyland, they're going to be reopening with a renovated Snow White's Enchanted Wish attraction. Uh, both the California Adventure and Downtown Disney Parks will be celebrating their 20th anniversary this year. I can't believe they're they're 20 already. That's crazy. That uh, that means they can drink next year. <laughs> uh, back in Florida, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is going to open in the France Pavilion, as well as the new nighttime show Harmonious. Uh, is set to debut this year. Um, it is interesting to me that they have removed Guardians of, of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind from the list of attractions opening this year, and they have also removed Tron Light Cycle Run from the list of attractions opening this year. So, um, you know, don't think you're going to see them uh, in time for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World in October. Yeah. Um, but it's not only the United States that has some things going on over in Disneyland Paris. Uh, the Disney Hotel New York, the Art of Marvel, will be reopening this year with a new Marvel art theme. Uh, the new Cars attraction is coming to Walt Disney Studios Park in 2021. And over in Shanghai, they debuted their fifth anniversary logo uh, on New Year's Eve because they will be celebrating their fifth anniversary in June. Hong Kong Disney, which is already celebrating their 15th anniversary, and they kicked that off with the debut of their new Castle of Magical Dreams, uh, they will continue that celebration through 2021. All right. So going to be a, a big a big and busy year for Disney. Sounds like it. Uh, one of the things that we look forward to the most as we anticipate a trip is the arrival of our magic bands. Uh, we can still get magic bands, but there's been some changes now in 2021. That's right. As of January 1st, magic bands are no longer provided uh, on a complimentary basis by the Disney uh, resorts. Uh, they do have a minimal fee if you order uh, one of these, what, what used to be the standard color ones. Mm -hmm. You know, there was maybe eight or nine colors. Um those are now available at a pre-order price of $5. So they can be ordered prior to your trip. Uh, they're just no longer free. Um, we mentioned last week that the Magical Extras card and the luggage tags, which happen to be bundled in the boxes for your Magic Band, uh, those will be available at your resort uh, once you check in. So, um, you know, not sending out Magic Bands is, uh, you know modifies things in, in a couple of areas. And those are uh, the two things that, that also changed. So, um, you know, they're, they're trying to get people to use their smart devices a little more because right. a lot of that functionality is there. But, you know, I can't charge on my phone. Right. You know, I can put it right on my Magic Band and get room charging privileges. Mm -hmm. So does that mean if I'm not using a Magic Band, I no longer have room charging privileges because how is it going to get charged back to my room? Uh, that's, uh, one of the things that I'm, I'm interested in seeing what they'll do. Um, but, uh, time will tell how this works out. Uh, you know, your magic bands, if you have them, uh, have a life expectancy of 18 to 24 months. So if you've traveled to the park in the past two years, your magic band probably still works. Um, and you know, we have enough that we'll probably, uh, you know, every year and a half we'll, we'll splurge with the $5 and purchase a new magic band. Yeah, before the battery runs out. Right. Yeah. 
I don't know. It's tough. You know, they went through a period a couple of years ago where they were just trying to find new revenue streams, you know, and they started charging guests for parking at the resorts and, uh, uh, you know, preferred parking uh, as opposed to standard theme park parking. And this just kind of seems like it's along those lines of, of what, you know, where can we get an extra $5 per guest? Yeah. Yep. You know, and it's it's spread out over the course of your trip. So, you know, a family of four like us, that's 20 bucks that they're getting extra. It's not a big deal, but as we've learned from Disney, they like to slide these little things in. Like, it's no big deal. It's $5 a person. You know, overall, it's $20 for a family of four. And the next thing you know, you know, they're $10 a piece. Right. They're $15 a piece. Yep. They're $25 a piece. They take away the option for just the plain ones, and they're charging, you know, $25, $30 a piece for them with whatever character you want. Right. So uh, that's it's just the first step in charging a whole bunch more, which is a bummer. I'm still surprised that Magical Express is free. (laughs) I know you are. Um, Over at Aloha Isle, they have back the Kakamura Float. That's right. The Kakamura Float has returned. It was first introduced in 2019 and then came back for a brief time in August 2020. Well, for New Year's this year, it has returned. Uh, It is available at Aloha Isle, and the Kakamura Float is coconut soft serve on top of pineapple juice with blue curacao syrup garnished with a chocolate Kakamura cake pop. Yum. It is listed as a limited time offering, though, so, uh, you know, take note. Go and get it. It'll cost you $7, and you can also, while you're there, if you don't just like a standard uh, Dole Whip... You can also get the raspberry and pineapple swirl float and the orange bird Christmas white chocolate mousse, which is still available. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Let's go over to the Tron light cycle. They're still working on that. They have a new step that they just completed. Well, they've uh, they're working on uh, installing the external canopies, but they have walled off the exit from the main show building. The track now is closed off. Okay. So uh, the car can't come through there with the wall up. Right. So people think that this is leading to a construction hold on the interior component of the tracks. Mm. um, And this will keep the elements out. Right. uh, Until they can resume that construction. Well, that's a bummer. I thought it meant more was happening. Well, they're at least moving forward with the uh, work on the outside. Okay. And then um, in Epcot, the Ratatouille background music is being tested in the France Pavilion. That's right. The So there are now almost two sections to the France Pavilion. There is the regular France Pavilion that we know. And then around the back side of the France Pavilion is the Remy Ratatouille France section. Okay. Uh, and in that section, they have a new uh, Remy-themed music loop for that pavilion. Don't know if it's going to extend through all of France. Um, But that music was being played the other day. You could hear it across the river over at the International Gateway, but you could not hear that music in the France Pavilion because they were playing the regular loop. Oh, all right. So maybe Remy gets his own own music. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Um... Expedition Everest, they're now seating passengers in every row. This seems like the new trend with all of the roller coasters. Yep, I think that's the uh, whole story right there is that, uh, you know, they are seating guests in every row now to increase capacity and give shorter wait times. Um, The only thing it makes me think is that they're going to start increasing capacity in the parks. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, if if they can increase ride capacity, they're not going to leave park capacity at 35% for long. Right. 
Um, so this will now join Slinky Dog Dash, Avatar Flight of Passage, and Rock and Roller Coaster as rides running at full capacity. Now, the funny thing about this is that Rock and Roller Coaster, we are now three days into 2021, and Rock and Roller Coaster has not opened for any of those days. Oh, no. Yeah, and it's not a scheduled shutdown. Uh-oh. wonder what's going on. Yeah, don't know. All right. The Gideon's Bakehouse, which uh, we've been anticipating and had opened, is now closed temporarily. That's right. They had their soft opening on December 23rd. Um, but as of today, January 3rd, they are temporarily closed. Uh, there is no word on when they are going to reopen, uh, but they did post on their Instagram page that they will be temporarily closed. Keep your eyes here for news of our reopen, and we welcome you to visit our East End Market location for your dessert cravings. Um, so don't know when they're going to reopen. What's their East End Market location? That is their original location, which is in like a different city. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's not going to help us if you're if we're at Disney Springs. I know, right? All right. Um, what do we have next here? Oh, Cirque du Soleil, Drawn to Life. We were supposed to see that last April on our April trip, which mm-hmm. got canceled. It and did. Moved to August and then canceled and moved to October and then canceled and moved to December. Right. <laughs> um, Cirque du Soleil's Drawn to Life, which is their new show, a collaboration between Disney and Cirque du Soleil, uh, between Disney Animation, I should say. Uh, was originally scheduled to open in April. Uh, Then it was moved to November of 2020. Um, In March, Cirque du Soleil laid off 95% of their employees, and then they filed for bankruptcy. Uh, And they're still listed as opening at some point in 2021. We know that because it was listed on a Disney Park blog story of 21 ways to kick off 2021. Mm, let's hope. So it's listed under Get Excited for Even More Magic later this year. We've been trying to get excited about this new Cirque du Soleil for a really long time because we were waiting for it to open. Like before our trip, we were so excited that it was actually um, one of the first dates that was available was that April April trip. I mean, we right. had been watching for this to open for at least six months before that April date. Right. <laughs> so. And I, I think that April date was actually uh, previews. Like it wasn't even right. technically open. Right. Um, so yeah, Lanuba has been closed since what? New Year's Eve of 2018. It's been a very long time since there's been anything in there. Yes, it has. All right. Um, the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Food and Wine Classic is said to be returning in October. That's right. October 29th through 30th of 2021. The Food and Wine Classic, which is a two day event taking place on the causeway between the two, uh, resorts will return. Um, The experiences at this uh, event focus on three categories, eat, drink, and learn. There will be uh, foods to sample from six different menus. Uh, They will have areas on the main causeway, a beer garden, Carnival Corner, Chinatown, the Pig and Poke, the Hang Ten area. And it has been announced that chefs Todd English, Dan Herman, and Laurent Bronlard will be on site. Um, and other restaurants like Shula's Steakhouse, Il Molino, and Todd English's Blue Zoo will also be participating. Um, menus will be announced at a further date, um, but there will be seminars like wine blending, craft cocktails, fine art of sushi and sake, and pasta making. Um, of course, they will combine this with room uh, and ticket packages. Um, Swan, the Swan and Dolphin will also be offering mini events in January and February. They will have a taste of the Swan and Dolphin on January 16th and February 27th. And the Big Game Tailgate Party, which happens to be centered around the Super Bowl, on February 7th. Cool. 
Yeah. So it's it's nice that they're doing their own little events. Yeah, I mean, I've actually heard that the that food and wine um, event is quite good. Mm-hmm. They started out with a one day event, uh, and then they made it. It was pretty successful, so they changed it to two days. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the Ratatouille, the TikTok musical, which our kids keep talking about. I guess this is a big thing. Um, it has raised money for the Actors Fund. That's right. On January 1st, uh, this musical, which is created by Emily Jacobson, uh, had a cast of actually you know known actors like uh, Titus Burgess, um, Wayne Brady, uh, and, and others uh, performing, uh, as Cheryl mentioned, Ratatouille, the musical. Um, they have raised a million dollars. This event will stream, uh, the show will stream on demand for 72 hours. The minimum contribution to view the stream is $5. All proceeds benefit the Actors Fund, which helps actors in need. Um, So that is pretty cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Uh, In entertainment news, the Disney Television Studios have halted production until January 18th. That's right. We've been to the Disney Television Studios. We have. Like Disney Studios in uh, California and Burbank there. Um, but the Disney Television Studios has extended their winter hiatus. Uh, while they were expected to resume production January 11th, they have delayed things for one week to January 18th. Uh, this shutdown affects 16 television series that record on property, including ABC's Grey's Anatomy, Station 19, American Housewife, Blackish, Mixedish, and Rebel, as well as the Disney Plus series Big Shot. Um, this shutdown is a uh, result of the uh, continuation of the stay-at-home order in Los Angeles County. Um, but the Disney Television Studios also produces for other networks. So shows uh, that additional shows that are affected includes include NBC's This Is Us. Uh, from the Fox Network, 911, 911 Lone Star, and Last Man Standing. From the FX Network, American Crime Story, Impeachment, American Horror Story, and Mayans. And from Hulu, The Orville and Love, Victor. Okay. So, uh, you know, it's only a week, but with some of the demands of those shows, you know, a week's delay, you know, could affect that show being out uh, on time for its network. Uh, debut or broadcast. Or- I think the bigger concern is if they're pushing it back a week because of the stay-at-home order, is anything really going to change in a week? And is that week going to turn into two weeks, going to turn into three weeks? Right. Well, we're now in week, what, week 43 of our two-week, uh, let's knock this thing in the butt from March. Right. You know? Exactly. Uh, the, uh, what do I have here? Okay. I don't know what this means. Oh, there's some news from Disney Plus on what is coming for January. <laughs> yes. Good Lord. Lots of January debuts. The long-awaited WandaVision will kick off on January 15th. On January 8th, we will get all four volumes of a mini Star Wars series called Forces of Destiny. This animated show will be narrated by Maz Kanata, and it will feature two to three minute shorts centering on the franchise's female characters. Um, Mary Poppins Returns. And Dr. Doolittle 3 will be available to stream on January 15th. Uh, At the beginning of the month, uh, actually right now, there are a ton of shark shows on for some reason, like 700 Sharks, The Great Shark Chowdown, Mega Hammerhead. People love sharks. People love sharks. Can't get enough of sharks. Um, Mr. Popper's Penguins is now available, as well as The Wolverine, if you're a Marvel fan. Um, On January 8th, 
uh, Marvel Legends episodes one and two, which these are going to focus on uh, various superheroes in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And the first ep- episode features uh, Wanda and the Vision, since their show is coming out on the 15th. Uh, on the 15th, we have uh, WandaVision as well as uh, Elena of Avalor, season three. On January 22nd, the premiere of Pixar Popcorn. Um, and on January 29th, I know you're going to love this, um, seasons one through four of Dinosaurs. Ugh. Um, as well as Ramona and Beezus. Aw. Yeah. So that is what's coming in uh, January to Disney+. Plus. Thank you. In Universal News, some concept art has been released for the Velocicoaster. Yeah, that is coming uh, to uh, Universal Islands of Adventure in the summer of 2021. No exact date yet, Uh, but they do have some concept art of the coaster train going past a bunch of velociraptors underneath the Jurassic World gate. Um, The guests, of course, all have masks on in the drawing, and they have also released a point of view ride through of the launch sequence. So, uh, exciting times for Universal. Yeah, very. Yeah. Is that, uh, is that all we have for today? I have nothing else on the list. Excellent. Um, so, until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>